The future of e-commerce is subscription models, and it may be time for your business to consider it. We analyzed a subscription-based company that raised over $100 million in just five years. They shook up the pet food industry by providing quality and freshly made food for dogs of all sizes, ages, and breeds. Let's, Let's dive, dive into the farmer's dog. dog. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Sean Azar here. I'm with Matt Skopak. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Deep Dive, episode 34, where we take businesses like the farmer's dog and we analyze their business and marketing strategies such that you can take these strategies and start implementing them into your business. The Farmer's Dog launched in 2015? 2015. By two founders. Yep. Uh, let's go back. Jonathan Rigev and Brett. I think it's Podol Podolski. Yep. So, so I should know this Polish name. I'm Polish, so I should know how to pronounce it. So they're a dog subscription-based uh, company where their their food is basically very um, human-grade or something? Or? Yeah, they use very few ingredients, all natural, basically compared to what was previously made in dog kibble, just chemicals, hundreds of 50, 100 uh, number of, of uh, food items or ingredients. What they've done is they basically couldn't find anything uh, on the market that they want to give to their dog, especially I believe one of the... Uh, Owners had a Rottweiler after two years of searching, uh, visiting veterinarians, uh, using medication and just different supplements, nothing's worked. So he basically created his own food line where he used high quality, fresh ingredients. And all of a sudden his dog reacted and that was the start of the farmer's dog. And I believe their year after year sales is about 500% yeah. growth. From 17 to 8, 2017 to 2018, they grew 500%. So let's now dive into some of their uh, pinpoints where you could take these strategies away. Uh, I'll start with number one, simplify your campaign structure. Sometimes simple is better. What the farmer's dog did is they had a strong video creative and they wanted to really reduce their cost of acquisition. Now, in order for them to do that, they basically created a campaign with just one ad set that they were sure that this ad set was gonna be optimal for their campaign. What some people do is, um, which is sometimes good and bad, they create multiple ad sets which contains multiple different audiences. However, that then allocates your budget into multiple nodes. Now, if you don't have the budget to do this, and if you know that there's a certain audience that's gonna work, perform a lot better, stick with that audience, and then let that, let Facebook optimize for that ad set. There's a whole learning phase that you, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, just learn about it. I think within seven days, um, there's a learning phase in Facebook that it understands your audience based on the conversion type that you select. So try to optimize for that because once it hits those seven days, and let's say if you have you optimize for purchases, your customer yep. purchases, your cost of acquisition will significantly decrease. However, there's times, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to this if you're working with Facebook ads, past seven days, and then you hit um, the optimal amount of what Facebook needs to know, the amount of information they need to know to understand your audience. So sometimes simple is better. Especially with the new businesses that we're, we're talking and trying to help you with. If you don't have an extreme budget, I mean hundreds of thousands of dollars, you should use just one ad creative um, and really fo focusing on optimizing, like Sean is saying, is that one creative. Facebook's smart. It will optimize and get the best 
people and put the ad in front of the best people. If you created numerous ones, basically what it's gonna do is it's gonna send the money in different directions, but nothing is gonna be optimized. So that's why in this example, Farmer's Dog, I believe, just went with one that was very good and optimized it to its best. Yep. So definitely a great point. Uh, number two, pay attention to your cohort retention. So my points are really gonna be on the subscription base because this is a subscription model company, which you know I love, which means Sean love and we think is the future of e-commerce. So what is a cohort? So a cohort is just a group of people that join in a certain period of time. So let's say a cohort is all the people that joined a subscription plan for Farmer's Dog in June. So that's a group of people. And what I mean by pay attention to the, this cohort is when you have these subscription platforms and software, you can see how long these people last over month, over month, over month, or whatever period like you, uh, that you want. So you need to focus on say, hey, in, in month one, we kept 100% of the people that signed up. Month two, it went to 80%. Month three, it went down to 30%. So what that tells me is what happened in month two to month three that you lost 40 or 50% of your customers and you need to basically fix that. Is your product not valuable after two months? Are your, the amount that you're giving just not good for a month to month subscription? So this is basically, you need to understand why your customers are leaving, which we'll talk more about in the next couple of points, but cohort retention, learn how to read and uh, understand your software to show that data and then understand why it's happening and let's try to fix it so you can keep a strong cohort that stays strong for an optimal amount of time. I think the best way to actually get those insights is like when someone's actually on subscribing to your subscription is ask them why right away. There's a lot of, I've seen a lot of platforms that do this, not even just uh, um, products, but like service-based. It's like, hey, why are you leaving? Is it because you lost your job? Is it yeah. the price point? Sometimes you could provide options to decrease the price as well. So you keep the customer and you, a retainer yeah. as well. So you could get those insights, you know, get more feedback to make sure that, you know, you don't lose uh, customers in the long run. Yeah, I think on the even the farmer's dog, what they used to do is even call the people when that they saw in the beginning when they probably didn't have millions of followers or millions of customers. They used to call them and see what was the problem. So, <clears throat> number three, create a free tool. I love this because it's not only with subscription type of services, but this is great for almost every type of uh, brand business is what Farmer's Dog um, created is basically a tool, a questionnaire when you go on the site where it asks, it basically gives you a personalized plan for your specific dog. So when you're entering the quiz and it's, this quiz is really uh, visually appealing and it just it's just a great narrative based up until it gives you a solution. It asks you, you know, your dog's name, your dog's weight, the type of dog, the breed, and so forth. All types of stuff to understand who your dog is, um, the weight of your dog. And then at the very end, you get a personalized plan of what your dog needs to eat and how much it's going to cost you per day. This is They break it down by per yeah. day. And I was doing like a pomeranian with, I don't know, the weight. I was getting like $2 a day it's going to cost me to feed my dog using their service. And then as you scroll down, this is what the, they built a beautiful sales funnel. I like to call it, and that's what it is. And this page is basically how they break it down, the benefits of the food, like the health benefits and how easy and convenient it is. And then from there, you scroll even further, you see all the reviews, all the press mentions about the, the product and so forth. So they're really selling you. And then obviously, they go for the kill, the mm -hmm. sell. So try to create these free tools. There's actually a lot of other good examples that are in e-commerce space. Buzzsumo does this. They create a free tool where they allow yeah. you to try certain things. Uh, Uber Suggest is one of them too. These are all free tools, but if it, you really want to, 
And you, by the way, while you're doing that, you're collecting emails. It's such a great tool, especially on items or things or scenarios like this that is really misunderstood or like a new dog owner. I, I love dogs. When you get a new dog, it depends on size, breed, uh, activity level, all those things. You're not really sure how much to feed the dog. I know with CBD, I get a question all the time, how much CBD should I take? And it depends for dogs, what age, what breed, what activity level, it depends. So what they did is they helped customers out while offer also giving them a product to solve their solutions, yep. which is fresh, higher quality. It, it's genius. Some of these tools you got to like built out, you need a developer and so yes, forth. Yeah. But it's if you really built out a free tool that's valuable to the end consumer, you get a lot of data and eventually you're providing a, a, a product. Huge value too. Yeah, you're providing a such great a great value and then you're gaining all those users, which is another valuable product for your yeah. brand. So that's awesome. Uh, number four, give options and flexibility for your customer deliveries and product options for your subscriptions. So what I mean like this is we, uh, I think I, I subscribe to a company called Native, which is they do men's deodorant and things like that. That's kind of how I learned about the whole subscription model and how to build out. So what you need to do is when you're providing subscription, you get someone to sign up, that's great but to keep them for as long as possible because that's always our goal for subscriptions, to keep customers and subscribers as long as possible. You need to give them flexible options. So maybe after one month or two months, maybe they want to switch the, the deodorant type or for the far, dogs farmers, they want to switch from chicken base to maybe uh, lamb or maybe to beef or just whatever. So give them options that they can easily go into their subscription portal and switch from product to product, maybe to add biscuits or treats or uh, other things. And then for delivery, maybe they went away for two weeks and they don't need dog food for another month. Give them the ability to skip or maybe to get it sooner or maybe to go for every two months instead of every one month. Giving customers those options, that is a good thing. If you read through the statistics on subscriptions, when someone skips actually or changes their modification, they actually subscribe longer to your service because they're a user, they believe in it. They just need different modifications. So that's key. Make sure you give them their options because if you do not, they will close the subscription instead of subscribing just a different time frame or product to use. Freshly actually does this really well is, well, this is human based. They're, humans are eating yeah. it, but every time you get their, you know, their product, Freshly is a, a meal prep program that's subscription based yep. that they'll ask you, I believe they email you so forth, that what did you like? What did you not like? What can we improve on? And, you know, based on their algorithm or something, right? They'll suggest other things, of course. right? I mean, you can't do that with dog food. Dog food is basically, you know, you're not asking the dog, but you kind of could tell what they like. Dog but food is I the think, perfect ingredient and perfect thing for a subscription model. Just to put this in, you, you brought Freshly. Mind. Freshly, I believe the subscribe the subscriber life uh, lifetime value is about three to six months, closer to three months. For farmer's dog, they retain 50% of their customers for 12 months for a subscription. That is absurd. Because dogs, a, dogs just eat the same thing every eat day. the same thing every day, the same amount every day for the most part and then it's fresh food and the dogs love it. So this is the perfect model, but that's why we talk about, that's why Farmer's Dog does a great job. It's not like, guys, you can't just launch a subscription model and then like, just that's it. Like, okay, add on one month and that's, that's, that's the end of it. You actually need to create a great platform and portal and then different options to really keep the subscribers engaged and happy. So that's just one thing that Farmer's Dog does great and we wanna get across to you. All right, awesome. Number five, create fast-paced 
ads with text overlays that get right to the point. Uh, Farmer's Dog, um, I've seen a lot of their ads, which are like eight seconds long, which you know, you'll see the dog food, but then says it's better for them, easier for you. Right again, an eight-second video. They have multiple different versions of this. These work really well. I've seen the multiple different types of businesses that do this because, at the end of the day, the video. When you look at actually the analytics, I've seen even with my ads, the percentage of uh, people that watch a certain video, like the length of it, it's like five seconds. So those that five seconds is really important to get your point out, get that message point out, because that's what's gonna like help drive conversions. Because people are scrolling, so your creative needs to be fast, it needs to get to the point, and it's to give that selling point. Like, what's the benefit for the customer, and how it's gonna help them in the long run? And that's what uh, you know the farmer's dog does. Something we forgot to add into the context, right? They're convenient, they're affordable, and what they're um, valuable, healthy, valuable. Healthy so that's way. why they're such a great. I think I think base. the proof is that basically scientific studies show that dogs that eat high quality fresh food actually live three years longer. And that's I didn't make that up. That's actually from a real scientific study from a uh, university. So um, and number six, add-ons and bundling are the key to your success. So this is a way to really optimize your subscription base. This is something that Farmer's Dog maybe doesn't do that well right now, but they really should implement, and I'm sure they will implement moving forward. They need more products in that can, people can add on. So they're really good right now at dog food. They've built that customer base. But I really think they need maybe a pet toy line, uh, dog treat lines, or anything that has to do with dogs. I mean, just like we talked about Casper, they started with bedding, pillows, sheets, anything that has to do with sleep now, they really are involved in. So Farmer's Dog, what this will be able to do once they create these different lines is when people have these subscriptions, a big part of this in that portal now is uh, changing, like we talked about, delivery, changing or adding products, but offering new products that they can add into their subscription. So what does that do? It increases their average order value because now they're adding in, hey, how about you add a box of treats into your subscription moving forward? Or one time, let's try these, add these in uh, and see if you like them. And what that does, you just increase your subscription moving forward by 15 or 20%. And by the way, by gaining data, by creating these free tools, by sending out email surveys, you get more customer insight so that you could build up those new products so you could start upselling them. You don't want to sell you don't want to add on a product to just for everyone everyone has different needs so it's good to get a lot of data from your customers such that when you you know create new products you could send that email campaign to specific uh, customers that you you know you tagged a certain profile to yep. right that you say hey look i have this for your well let's just say we're talking about dogs for your uh, bulldog that's only you know great for bulldogs and you show them you know lifestyle shots that could be apparel let's just say apparel brand uh for the dog but you'll show them how it looks on a bulldog if you don't kind of send that photo if someone's having a, a, a greyhound, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that goes with everything else, right? If someone, if your subscription is based on vanilla protein powder, right? Every month you get a certain vanilla protein powder that's like vegan and all that, right? And now you're not going to sell, you're not going to upsell a, a non-vegan product. Does that make sense? So you got to understand your, your, your customer base. I know it's very high level, but doing that is going to help increase your um, conversions yeah. as well. So when you when you go about, if you haven't and you're trying to start your subscription, make sure you do it right, right away. Because those first initial subscribers, you're going to get an inflow because those are your loyal customers. Uh, your site needs to be built out and everything like that. So uh, we get all this information. I've built subscription platforms from start to finish on 
uh, multiple e-commerce sites. So this is kind of something I know very well. So if you guys do have any questions, be sure to ask Sean or myself. And you guys have done it with Sugar and Kush. Yes, we have. Right? Yeah. You guys so, implemented it last year. It's pretty... Uh, last year. So. I mean, that's that's a huge thing. I, again, I'm trying to do it with Reborn. It's it's difficult with my brand, but I got to I gotta figure that out, and which I will. Products. But it's, it's all about product selection. You and need. understanding what your, pro, your user, your customer wants. Dated uh, yeah. on a you know a routine basis now subscription again doesn't have to be monthly it doesn't it be quarterly it does and so forth so figure that out because that could really increase the value of your brand yep. and that's huge anyway I think we're done for that one right all set all right guys I hope you liked this episode if you did if you're listening to this iTunes Spotify uh, give us a review a five star review we'd really appreciate it if you're watching this on YouTube hit the thumbs up button mm -hmm. and subscribe for more weekly videos more weekly podcasts as well if you have any questions you could tweet at mscopac or at Sean underscore Azari or you can leave the questions in the comments below, below. see you next week